Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Welcome to today's episode of the More Leadership Moment video podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kim Moore, guiding you to lead with confidence. This week, we're going to talk about seven questions you should answer to align your priorities once you have assumed a new leadership role. You know, over my many years in various leadership roles, I have made a few mistakes aligning my priorities. Now, I know you're wondering out there, really, Kim, you've made mistakes? Well, the answer to that is an overwhelming, resounding, yes, (laughs) I have made plenty of mistakes, especially around aligning my priorities. I recall my first command when I took over a basic training company at Fort McClellan in Alabama. So what does a basic training company do? Well, we have the privilege of turning civilians into soldiers. As the first female commander of this particular training company, I was both excited and nervous. Excited to assume my first real leadership position as the commander. Nervous because I would be assuming my first real leadership position as the commander and I would be the first female officer to command this organization. So I was both excited and nervous. So I decided to get some advice before I assumed command. I recall 
having a conversation with a senior female officer. And this is a person who I had met before and had a relationship with and was functioning sort of as a, a mentor to me. You know, we didn't meet like weekly, but I could always go to her and solicit her advice on different topics. So I went to her to say, you know, I'm getting ready to take my first command. And she was excited for me and told me, remember I told you, Kim, you would have this opportunity. And she said, I imagine that you're both excited and uh, a little afraid, right? <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am, I am. I'm excited because I prepared for this and it's a great opportunity and it's command. And I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And I believe I can do a great job. And she said, I believe you can too, Kim. So I know you're going to be very successful, but what is it that is concerning you? And I said, well, <laughs> the fact that I am a female, and this will be, I will be the first female officer taking this uh, responsibility on for this particular organization. And so I said to her, I, I want to know from you, you know, what were some of the concerns that you had when you took your first command and how did you address those things? Because that's what I need to know to be successful. Well, she did this. She leaned back in her chair and she said, Kim, I'm going to share with you some of my struggles that I've had balancing work and family in a male dominated career field. She went on for about the next, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes kind of walking me through um, her career, the choices that she made, and the results that came out of that. She shared with me some of her successes and some of her failures. And as she spoke, I thought, no problem, Kim. You've got this. You already know that that, not to do that, not to do this. And as far as finding that quote unquote balance between work and family, well, you've got that under control too. After all, you've been doing this for a while and it's been working out okay. So you're going to be okay. Well, <laughs> once I assumed command, <laughs> my entire world changed. You see, I went from working five days a week to working seven days a week. Yes, seven days a week. I was in my company area every day, Sunday through Saturday. Our training cycles consisted of eight weeks of training, then graduation, followed by two weeks of prep time for the next cycle. My day at work started at 4 a.m. with physical training. 
So that meant I needed to get up around 3, between 3 and 3.15 so that I could get dressed, get in my car, and drive to my company area to be there for physical training at 4 a.m. Once we've complete, completed physical training, which was about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, I would then go home, shower, get dressed, and return to my company area to eat breakfast with my soldiers. After breakfast, we would then go on to the training site for eight hours of training. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, Kim, that doesn't sound so bad. After all, you're done after the eight hours of training, right? <laughs> Wrong. No, we were not done. After the training ended, we would march back to the company area for dinner. And the march was normally two to five miles. We would then have dinner and go back to the company area and do more training. The day for the soldiers would end with lights out at 9 p.m., which meant I didn't leave my company area until after lights were out. So normally somewhere about 9.15 and not to 9.30 because I needed to review the next day's activities to make sure everything was prepared and that we were going to be able to begin our day properly and end our day properly. After returning home <laughs> for a few hours of sleep, my day would start again. So based on that timeline of getting up at 3 and not getting home until 9.30 at night, you can see I wasn't spending much time at home and my family life was suffering. My daughter was four years old when I assumed command. And while my husband was very supportive, he was doing everything because I simply was not at home. After my first two training cycles, I realized I couldn't keep this pace up for two years. And that's how long I was going to be in command, two years. Something had to give. Would it be work or family? And as I thought about that question, my mind drifted back to my earlier conversation with the senior female officer. You see, she chose her career. She never married and she never had any children. But I thought, that's not the life that I wanted. I had a beautiful, beautiful daughter and a wonderful husband. I remember thinking, why can't I have both? I thought there must be a way to balance family and career for this particular season of my life. 
So I began looking for solutions. Now, Kim, you might say, how do I align my priorities once I'm in the chair? Well, here are seven questions that I use to help navigate those seasons in my life. So I hope you have a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen to write these seven questions down. Because trust me, when I tell you, if you answer these seven questions, you will lay down a foundation to be successful in your new leadership role. These seven questions have guided me every transition that I have made into higher levels of responsibility in my career. So are you ready to write these seven questions down? Okay. Here are the seven questions that I asked myself and that I continue to ask myself today. Number one, who and what are important in my life? Number two, how do I spend my time? Number three, what are the requirements of my position? Number four, how does faith, family, and health fit with my new role? Number five, what do I need to trade off to achieve the greatest return? Number six, what resources can I use to maximize my efforts? And last but not least, number seven, who can I partner with to achieve success? When you have answered these questions, you will have a foundation to successfully align your priorities. You see, we all go through different seasons in our life, but we don't have to sacrifice ourselves to be successful. What choices will you make to align your priorities. So let me repeat that to you again, because I really want you to reflect on this question. What choices will you make to align your priorities? My More Leadership Moment video podcast quote for this week is, Relationships are like gardens. They require care to grow. This is Dr. Kim Moore guiding you to lead with confidence. Start aligning those priorities today. 
Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.